This is Karen with NewClevelandRadio.net, and it is time for Avoid the Maze. Avoid the Maze, that journey through life. And, you know, when we're little kids, uh, we already think we know our, our journey. Uh, we're going to be a policeman, a doctor, a nurse, a teacher. Um, and then we get to a certain age and we start questioning, well, is that what I really want to be? Maybe I'd really rather be a rock star. or Maybe I want to be a model. We're constantly changing. And as much as those thoughts are changing, so is our weight. And my guest today is Erin Hines. And Erin, I have to tell you, uh, I grew up in a family where my mother was on yo-yo diets her whole life. And I thought that was not the way I wanted to live my life. And uh, I was pretty good at keeping my weight down uh, up until about my 40s. And then the struggles began. But I've made weight and weight loss just part of my life. No, no yo-yo diets, just trying to eat properly. So I know you have clients and you talk to them about this journey. So tell us how you got involved. Yeah, so... Um... I, I kind of got involved with exercise, um, I guess, when I was, I turned, I was like 16, trying to find out if I wanted to play sports in high school or college or whatnot. So um, I kind of piddled around, I guess you'd say a little bit, didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but I met a guy whose son was on the football team who um, I guess we met and he was a former bodybuilder back in, I guess, the 80s. And that's kind of how I got um kind of involved as far as strength training wise uh, for that. But it, I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, that's always a learning curve for most people. Um, it's, it's not ever, I call it fun when you first start out working out because things hurt, you're sore, you're not sure if you want to do this long term or not. But um, fast forward, I mean, I'm almost 38. And I've been working out consistently at least three to four days a week. But um, you know, through that journey of like exercise, I, I played uh, offensive line in high school. Um, you kind of think those guys have to be really big and uh, somewhat in shape. Um, I was what you could probably consider undersized and more in shape than most. Um, so coming into college, playing small college football, um, I was um, only only weighed like 235, which um, I thought was probably good enough to be a play different position, but that's what I got recruited as playing offensive line. So, um, you know, got there was uh, the only person who uh, made all my run times for offensive line and uh, lifting, lifting um, metrics and whatnot. So I thought I was doing pretty well, um, I, I guess, except for the fact that, um, you know, to be intro into the quote unquote offensive line um, fraternity, Every Friday, they wanted you to go to the ch local Chinese buffet and eat uh, four plates <laughs> of food. And you had to eat four plates of food and ice cream. And that was kind of, if you could do that, you were in. And uh, just, you know, being that uh, kind of mindset of just eating, eating away to the top, I guess, with uh, amount of calories and whatnot. Um, I, I guess you would say I began to um, kind of that mindset, even when I was done, I, I only played for two years and I was like, this is not for me. So I moved on and then it was like, man, I was working out. I was eating like, like I would when I was playing. And then the weight started to creep up. 
um, on me. So I, I've had my bouts of uh, being almost 270 pounds, as low as 200 pounds, back up to 265, down to, you know, two. 230 and it's just the ebbs and flows of uh kind of life stress um and those things but i mean i kind of use those stories um today to, to kind of relate with my clientele uh even though um a lot of the clients that i work with are women um although they may think i have no idea what i'm talking about but i've, I've been there uh, i've lost weight and i just try to find ways to kind of relate that with what works best for you is going to be it's going to be great for you. What works best for me is for me, right? So we're not trying to um, yo-yo diet. We're not trying to look at the latest fad or the whatever celebrities doing this. I'm just like, let, let's find something that works for you. And if it works, let's do it. If not, let's try to change course. So that's kind of what's led me to uh, run my business for the last seven years, helping people lose weight, um, find the motivation to live a healthier lifestyle, whether that's, you know, just do uh, movement, strength training, and a little bit of weight loss. So um, that's kind of where I'm at right now with that. So um, I've dealt with the weight gain, weight loss. I'm kind of what I consider myself kind of in that moderate range right now. Um, I work out six days a week, trying to eat right, track my calories. Um, super tedious, but that's what works for me. So that's what I keep doing. You know, I love how you keep saying what works for you because we are all different. We're all all our bodies are all different. We all have different chemical reactions going inside our bodies. And so when you go to um, a doctor or nutritionist and say, hey, you know, I want to lose 20, 30 pounds, uh, for some people, that might take a lot of extra work. And when oh, yeah. I say work, it means movement. And we all get to a certain age where uh, we just don't want to move as much. But I think for me, that had been my biggest downfall. Um, I thought I was moving enough, but I wasn't. And, um, you know, I've made it my lifestyle. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to find, I don't even want to call them exercises anymore. Because when I say exercise in my head, it means I got to go ride the bike, then I got to go walk, and then I have to lift weights or whatever. I just make it part of my lifestyle. So like last night, um, I was sitting on the bed, I picked up the weights, and I was doing arm stretches with the weights. And my husband looked at me and he goes, you know, every time I look at you, you're doing something different. And I said, because it fits at that moment in time. And I don't yeah. feel forced. So you say that a lot of women, you have more more women as your clients. And, you know, they say men lose weight easier than women. Is that what you've seen as well? Or is that a fallacy? Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to decide. I, I always think about it. It's how much work you put into it. Um, yeah, some may come off quicker or you may think it comes off quicker in men just because you might be able to notice it more uh, with that. But I, I'm always to the um, point where I would say you, you get out what you put into it. So if you're going to um, be super disciplined, you're going to, you know, do X, Y, and Z three to four days a week, you're going to hit your caloric intake and be super disciplined. I mean, you can, you can lose as much or as little as you want to. Um, I don't know that 
Um, so the, my population is probably closer to 15 up. And I would say, yeah, it's, it's a little bit harder, but I mean, I've had, um, 60 year old women, 65 year old women lose 60, 50, 60 pounds just by being disciplined and putting forth the effort. So, um, it probably will maybe come off quicker in men for some, but women as well. I mean, it really depends on what you're wanting to do uh, for that. So I would say it always depends. And I know that's the boring answer, but uh, depends on the person, depends on what you're wanting to accomplish. I mean, weight loss is great, but um, it's also for me, it's like for some, it's more like, you know, how are we feeling? The scale might not be moving, but uh, your body composition is changing. You're, you look you look better. You look like you've got more energy. People are starting to notice. So sometimes, um, you know, I, I like to throw the scale away and just like, now how are we doing the last couple of weeks? Are you, are you sleeping better? You, you have more energy. You, you're feeling like you're able to do the things you want to around the house without being so, um, you know, tired. And, you know, for some that's great. And some may want a little bit more uh, for that. So, um, but for the women I have, I would say, and this is just my population. They like to drink a lot of wine. So wine is good, but <laughs> you're not going to lose the weight you want by drinking half a bottle or a bottle a day right. or every other day. Right. So um, I think that's why they like to work out. It's because they like the foods they like. They like the drinks they like. And this is kind of I meet them where they are. Right. So right. it's just kind of it's a little bit different um, kind of where I'm at and what I my approach to that. So uh, to kind of circle back through. I've seen both lose quick and I've seen both lose super slow. Um, so it's just about um, uh, my thought and my, my statement to them is like, how long did it get, how long did it take you to get to where we are now? Right. Just think about that. If it took you three or four years, I've been there. It took me three years at a terrible job to gain 50 pounds and the effort I put to lose it was six months. So it's just, it could take you twice as long. Um, so small incremental gains and, um, and successes are kind of where it's at long-term, right? Absolutely. And I love how you said you meet your clients where they're at, and that's important. You know, um, my mother was always the one who, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them, but she would have to go to Weight Watcher. She'd have to go to one of the programs that were out there and mm -hmm. get herself weighed and have somebody tell her what to eat. And if she didn't lose what they projected for her to lose in between visits, you know, she was getting her hand slapped. And <laughs> I would always say to her, you're paying for it. You're doing the work. Why are you letting somebody, you know, slap your hand? And she would yeah. say, but that's what she needed. I, on the other hand, realized that if I try to follow a diet, I was getting bored by the end of the first day, you know, like, yeah. wow, this is all I could eat or this is what I <laughs> have to eat. Yeah. And yeah. so somebody gave me a trick and it really works. They said, instead of taking that dinner plate and putting your burger on it, okay, take a smaller plate because guess what? You may not need anything else other than that burger. And yeah. it's interesting how your eyes are deceiving when you look at it and it's a smaller plate. My husband and I now, we share a meal most of the time when we go out, but even at home, 
I used to go out and buy a whole package of chicken and make it and put it all on the table and we'd just eat it because it was there. Yeah. Now I take out a couple um like chicken tenders, maybe two for him, one for me, make a salad with it, and we're full. And it's like, how can that be? But it's what you get used to. It's what you condition yourself for. Yeah, I think uh, we've come, I mean, I was a health coach for a while. So we, well, I used to, the smaller plate's a good uh, good idea. Um, and now if you're ambidextrous, this is tough, but eating with your non-dominant hand when you're about halfway full, it prevents mm -hmm. you from um, kind of scooping and uh, purging yourself with extra, um, drinking water in between each bite or drinking water before you start to eat. And just a few little, like, I don't say they're tricks, but it just prevents you from overindulging because uh, we are kind of a I grew up in the, um, you know, clean your plate. And that was because that's we wanted to make sure you were full before you went to bed because, I mean, we didn't know how much it's not my parents were poor. It's just that we didn't uh, you, didn't, you weren't getting snacks before bed. You weren't right. getting your extra um, things like, you know, my kids always want a snack and it's like eight o'clock. I'm like, you've already eaten, yeah. uh, but I'm still hungry uh, with that. So just those small things. And I think now we, we're kind of in a um, communal um, where when we go to eat, we're always conversing. And then by the time you look down, you have no idea how much you've, you've wine or whatever you've alcohol you've consumed, how much you've actually eaten. So by the time you're done, you're like, I feel miserable. <laughs> so uh, in that one sitting, you could be, you know, 15 to 2000 calories. That could be your, a lot of calories for the day. So I think those are you know, some things that most uh, don't look at. And like you said before, it's just a matter of uh, you get what you need and put the rest back and you, you don't have to waste or save or cook so much uh, well, for that. Somebody asked me, we were talking um, recently with another couple and they were telling me how much our grocery bill was. So there's two of them. And there's my husband and myself. Okay. So same type of household and their grocery bill is almost four times what ours is. Oh, wow. I looked at them and I said, <laughs> so what are you eating? And she said, um, well, they do like wine with their dinner. So there's an added cost. But she said she grew up that you had to have your meat and your vegetable and your starch. And I said, okay. And she said, so I make him a baked potato and myself a baked potato. And I make him a salad and myself is, she went through the whole thing. And I said, do you eat it all? And she goes, no, most of it goes in the garbage disposal. Yeah. <laughs> so my comment was, okay, why don't you make one baked potato between the two of you? If you're going to have the potato. Yeah. Less, less you're going to throw away. I said, are you both eating your full steaks? And she goes, no, and at the price of meat today. And I said, well, did you ever think of sharing one steak or buying smaller steaks? And it was totally like she was blindsided by all that because she was still shopping the way her mother had shopped, cooking the way her mother had taught her to cook all these years. Yeah. So life is changing. We And we can change along with it. Yeah, it was. It's kind of interesting how we've, we've. Uh, I don't say evolved, but we also go back to how we were kind of raised as far as how we're eating. So 
clean your plate. Yeah, that was great. I mean, when I was a high school kid, that was awesome because that means I could get dessert or I could get more um, for that. But now you think of it, it's like, um, you know, I'm not saying that's the reason that half of America is obese, but I think it's a lot like it's just the choices we make and the things we do, um, you know, kind of need to evolve with the, the times of change. It's like you don't need as much as you think you need. Uh, we can survive on smaller portions. Maybe it's frequency. Maybe you're not eating as much. Um, it's eating the, the right things and not so much of the so much of the wrong things. And that's that's what I will use um, with clients as well as I don't do meal plans. And like you said, meal plans are kind of after day one, you're like, ah, I hate this. I don't eat half the things you get. So my my philosophy is eat what you need more of. Uh, eat more of that but the things you really like eat you know cut that in half or eat less and they're like oh, i really like the cookies and the ice cream i said well eat more of the meats and greens um and less of your ice cream and you'll probably feel better well uh, with that so and and you're absolutely right because there was a period of time about a year and a half ago um i there was a lot of stress going on in the house. And so we were making ourselves feel better by getting out of the house after dinner and we'd take a ride to Dairy Queen. Oh yeah. And we use it as an excuse. We needed, my husband and I needed this time away. And when we were just alone together in the car or wherever, we were having conversations and we were getting caught up with life. But at home, you know, we'd eat and just let maybe go our separate ways in the house. And about six months ago, I said to my husband, I don't like the way my clothes fit. And he looked at me and he said, well, I don't like the way my clothes fit. And I said, we got to go back to what we used to do before we started taking those rides to Dairy Queen. If we feel we need to get out of the house, we will still go for a ride, but we don't go to Dairy Queen. We yeah. go to the pharmacy and pick up whatever our prescription is. We go to the grocery store to get more vegetables, whatever we need to do just to get out, or we just go for a ride around the neighborhood and come home. Yeah. So there are ways to make those changes. Yeah, and it's just getting into, um, I'll say, changing changing the pattern of, um, I'll say, resistance. Uh, we resist everything that we really like. It's just hard to make that change. It's just like anytime somebody comes in and starts an exercise program, I always tell them the hardest part was pulling the, the handle on my door to come into the gym because it's just that you don't know what to expect. It's very frightening, very scary. So it's just trying to do something different out of the normal. And then usually, usually... Once you get in the habit and routine of that, it, it usually pans out pretty well. It's just a matter of taking that first step, right? Absolutely. So are there certain exercises that are better for you than others? So meaning, is it better that we keep our body tone or is it better that we're, you know, out there sweating so much trying to you know, melt the fat down as quickly as possible. I think there's, a, there's probably um, having a combination of the two. You got to have cardio, cardiovascular health, but also your strength. Um, um, nothing 
nothing worse than being in great shape or feeling like you're in great shape, but you can barely lift a, a eight pound dumbbell. Um, so it's just, I think it's a good, a good mix. You can, um, for myself, I do an alternation of kind of more, some days are more cardio centric, some are all about the intensity and then some are more about the strength. So I think it's just uh, whatever fits, um, you know, you, you see a lot of different things depending on where you go and exercise. Uh, some people like to walk only. Um, and you can, you can tell, um, I can tell, I've been doing this for 14 years for those who just mainly do cardiovascular exercise. Um, they're very uh, thin, but they have uh, the muscle tone is there is it's not probably what it should be. So um, therefore they're, I don't say burning off what they have, but they're uh, more likely they're not, they're not trying to increase that muscle tone or strength, or it may be just lacking. Uh, so you can tell that sometimes with runners or those who are just really uh, elliptical centric at the gyms or stair mail or whatever, whatever, whatever cardio equipment they choose. So I would say it's best to have a fine, I mean, a fine balance with that. Um, Cause you know, as we age, things get harder. Uh, you want to be stronger. You want to have more balance. You also want to be in shape. Um, so nothing worse than reaching down to pick up your bag of groceries and pull your back or it's too heavy. You can't lift it. Um, so I think those are think, think about the future, not the, the, the current state. Um, Cause I, I, for me, um, I get some that, you know, they say, I wish I would have, I wish I would have done this 10 years ago. Cause right now um, I'm battling or some may be battling osteoporosis or uh, their bones aren't as strong or their musculature is not where it needs to be. So they, um, you know, they have to work extra hard and, you know, I, th I think, and that's difficult for somebody that's in their seventies or late seventies who are really trying to give a good effort on being in shape, but everything they do just, it hurts. It's just twice right. as hard, right? Well, you um, know, about 10 years ago, um, my husband was diagnosed uh, with diabetes. And so I was the good wife who said, okay, we're going to clear out the cupboards. We're going to eat properly. And I'm going to do what you need to do. And we cut out sugar. And um, I lost close to 100 pounds. He lost, oh, nice. he lost 60. Problem was, after about two years, um, his blood sugar was too low. So the doctor basically said to him, you know, you can treat yourself a little more often. And for him, that was like, oh. I get to have yeah. cookies. I get to have candy. <laughs> and actually, That's... he's still doing well eating that way. But all of a sudden, I felt the pride. Even though I had done well and I had lost this weight, um, he was eating Oreos and I was sitting at the table salivating. <laughs> and I didn't get my head on straight. And so I gained weight back. And I gained 50 pounds back. Then I went on some medication. It just, I ballooned. And I looked in the mirror one day and of course, podcasting, I called my doctor and I said, this is horrible. He said, well, to begin with, we can wean you off the medicine, but what about the 50 pounds you put back on? And he was yeah. right. And so I have done it slowly. Um, it's okay if my husband eats Oreos in front of me now. Um, 
I just don't have a taste for them anymore because I see what it did to me. And it's not that I can't have a treat. um, And I do. Um, Brownies and ice cream are my favorite, but I can't have it every night. And I can't have a big bowl of it. I know, okay, you're going to cut the brownie maybe in a quarter and you're going to put a scoop of ice cream on it. And guess what? That's more than I really need. And I get the flavor. So those are things that I've learned. I've also learned that just because we're in our 70s doesn't mean we can't tone our bodies and lose weight. It just takes a little longer. Yeah, it is. And that sometimes um, I think it's more, I don't know if it's just stuff out there that people read or they just don't think it's possible. Um, some of my most successful clients have been in their 60s and 70s uh, for that. Um, and it's just more of the discipline, right? You've got, it's, it's not the hustle and bustle. Um, I just think it's there, you know, you want to get off the 17 medications you might be on. So let's cut it down to, you know, eight and some of those you can control, but what we can control is your weight, uh, your exercise, um, and just getting your movement in and your cardiovascular exercise. So if we can, uh, help, help you with that, then I think, um, you know, who knows what can happen, but you're right. It's just the cutting those, cutting those things back and not eating so much of the ones you really like. And it's for some, it's very hard, I think, because they're so used to the, uh, the sweet treat, uh, it's always the dessert and it's very hard to put down, but, um, you can do it. Um, it's with anything, uh, my sweet, I say sweet treats are chocolate covered, um, cookie dough, um, uh, protein bars. I mean, you kind of get your chocolate and your protein, uh, with that. And it's just enough because when you go back to eating brownies and chocolate ice cream, it's like, Whoa, too much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, uh, this, this is not how I want to feel. Right. Uh, for that. But, I, you know, any I would say anything's possible as long as you uh, put forth the effort. Right. I love it. So how do your clients find you? And do you only work with local people or are you working uh, through the Internet as well? So, yeah, I do a little bit of uh, online training, um, I guess you would say. So um, I've got clients who I've had locally who have moved on to other places, you know, uh, some kids are in college some people that are in Florida uh, that travel uh, maybe with that. So most people find me kind of locally, but um, I do have um, what I consider online training uh, for that. So uh, most of you search my business name is Premier Performance Training uh, LLC. Um, my logo is basically my face with a hat and glasses on uh, the guy with the beard. So um, it's not easy. Uh, to miss uh, for that but uh, most most a lot or a lot of people the google searches or referrals or um, a lot of my stuff I do is like orthopedic uh, work so preventing injuries or people have been hurt trying to get them uh, back to where they can do things to lose that weight uh, for that because I don't know if you've ever been injured before but some people will have lower extremity injuries and they'll gain 15 to 20 pounds because they can't move a whole lot so they eat themselves into uh, sugar comas and just eat whatever they want um, so that's kind of where I come in and to help them uh, for that. So um, online uh, and then premier performance trainer.com is my website. You can we'll make sure that more. we put that in the show notes. And speaking of injuries in um, beginning of well, end of May, um, I was in a feeling really good. I 
you know, had stepped on the scale at a home and I only do it about every two weeks. And it was like, okay, you know, I'm coming down and I didn't, you know, I don't get overly excited, but I encouraged myself, hey, the weight's coming off. So that day I decided that, hey, I'm going to go run some errands. I'm going to get my car washed and I'm going to vacuum out my car. And as I vacuumed up one side and went to walk around to the other side, I fell and I re-injured an old injury um, on my left femur. I could not get up. And my leg wow. just kept getting bigger and bigger. Uh, ended up in the hospital. Um, from the hospital, I went to rehab for a week. And rehab actually taught me how to start moving and strengthen that leg to the point that I don't think my leg has ever been in this good a shape. And yeah. the things that they showed me and taught me and how to use my upper body when my lower body just isn't where it needs to be, or how to use my lower body when I'm feeling fatigue from the waist up. Unbelievable. So I always recommend to people now, you know, go meet with somebody who knows what they're doing. Whether yeah. it be a physical therapist, you know, an orthopedist specialist, you know, somebody who knows about body movement and exercise because since the beginning of June, I have lost 12 pounds and I haven't changed anything other than my movement. So my eating habits have remained the same. And boy, the energy is unbelievable. So yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing. And I was, you know, and then that's, this is, that's going to probably come across as uh, arrogant, but it is finding the right person, somebody who does know what they're doing. Um, and I would say um, in my area, I'm the guy for that, but there's a lot of other, you know, trainers who will, won't take on certain people because they don't know how to work with them. So um, from the orthopedic side of things, I mean, I've got uh, clients with MS. I've got a four-year uh, stroke survivor I'm working with now from uh, cardiac pulmonary uh, issues to uh, double knee, double hip replacement. So just finding, you've got to find the right person that can help you because not everybody is a good fit for what you want or what Absolutely. you need. You are so uh, right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We'll put all your information in the show notes. So there's no excuse for our listeners not to be able to find you. And uh, thank you for all your good advice today. You got it. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. Bye-bye now. Bye.